Hey, welcome back, everybody. You are with the Don Beer Show. It is hump day. How is everybody doing today? Crazy day in the world. I'll tell you. Been a quiet day, actually. Had an interesting show this afternoon. We had Andrew from Ontario Fire Prevention Services with us today. Talking about fire safety and i'll tell you man a lot of shit i didn't know so you know what it was such a busy show and a lot of interactions i've asked andrew to come back tonight because we never really did get to the the whole fundamental of his business and what he sells so andrew thank you for coming back tonight man thanks for having me again don Hey, man, you know, it, 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 we had quite a conversations going on this afternoon, so I had to have you come back because we never really got, you know, we were getting into the differences of fire detection devices, but we never got into yours. And, you know, you know, and I find that your system is quite unique, you know, so what I thought we could do here tonight is kind of have a quick recap of what we talked about today, you know, maybe explain the differences, you know, once, once again about the ones we buy at Walmart that I found out, you know, 35% of the time do not work, you know, and um, then kind of go through maybe, you know, uh, in our heads, a 2,500 square foot home and what your job is in that house. Sound good? Right. Sounds great. Yeah. So uh, first off, uh, there are two main types of smoke detectors. Um, the first type is uh, the ionization detector. That's uh, the most common type of smoke detector found on the market today. It's in over 90% of the homes that have uh, smoke detectors in them. So that's your Walmart um, type, right? That, that's your generic yeah, smoke detector that you can get, you know, the, the $12 to $50 kind of range uh, smoke detector that's that, that you find, right? Right. Um, so then uh, so we have the, uh, that's, that's the number one type that we have. Not that we have, but that that's available to uh, to people on the market. Right. And the other type is called photoelectric, which is actually optical sensors. Okay. Now there's a big difference between different types of photoelectric uh, sensors as well. So, for example, um, how photoelectric works is it works with uh, a light beam. Okay. Right. So there's a light beam being shone through uh, a chamber, and then it hits um, if if it's smoke goes into that chamber it reflects that light into an eye so to speak so it's like a black eye that can see right now uh what makes our technology completely different is the fact that we have uh two uh eyes right so you have two eyes you walk around your house if you covered your your face with uh or your hand over one eye right, right. yes you would only see half the stuff in your house so um, the photoelectric ones that you can get on the market, they, they all only have one eye. So we've decided to do two eyes there. Uh, another thing that we've done is we've gone um, and made it so that ours is actually serviceable, which means you can actually clean this uh, and actually uh, clean the eye with uh, rubbing alcohol and stuff like that, which huh. with other photoelectric ones, they, they are all uh, completely sealed units. So, so you can't really do that. So. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, like, and I, you know, how you know, and you know, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but, you know, how many people actually know that there's a difference and how many people actually knew that 35% of the friggin' time that that thing you just bought at Walmart that you think is going to protect your family ain't going to work. 
you know, right, that, right. you know, like we talked about today, you know, there's some of this, this stuff, like, you know, the, the chemicals and shit that come off your, 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 um, couches and whatnot may not pick up that, that sensor may not pick that up. And, right. You know, and, and we are led to believe that, you know, this is going to happen. Like th- this is going to protect us. So, you know, what I want to do now is we all know there's a couple of different types and, you know, all that crap. So let, walk me through your product. It gets very unique. You know, the fact that it's self-monitoring and all that stuff, it's very unique. And, yeah. you know, it really caught my interest, you know, and first of all, this, this product that you sell, you know, it, is worldwide. It's not just available in Canada and the U.S., Let's get that. Right. So, you know, you, right. you, you have, you have offices in Canada, the United States, Belgium, you know, it's sold everywhere. So this is not just a unique, um, fly by night operation. Like, this is a big company that you're dealing with. Yeah. So, so this is a big company. Uh, the, uh, manufacturers been in business. They've been around since 1971, right? So, uh, almost, uh, we're going on 50 years, um, that, that they've been in business. Right. So, Quite a, a long time uh, to be in the fire industry, right? Yeah, and and uh, like I said, um, they spent uh, a lot of time in research and development. They they've been working with different uh, organizations over the years to uh, try to develop um, things. They've been pushing for um, better types of alarms to be available uh, on the market, and unfortunately, like I said. Um, it's just kind of, you know, and that's we the have problem. to catch up with the codes, right? And, and that's, that's the, the big problem is, yeah. is these codes are at minimum standard, right? Right, right. So, and, you know, and it's just to meet the, the minimum amongst us, right? So, right. And, you know, just to let the audience know, what got me into this is, A, the big fire in Erie, PA, that killed them children. You know, it kind of touched my heart. And then, B, you became a sponsor of this show. You were a listener. And you, you, know, right. you heard us listening, you know, looking for a sponsor. You became a sponsor. And then I thought, you know, what better guy to open this, you know, school year up. And I think it's very important. Like we got kids going back to school now, you know, and in today's world, let's face it, mom and dad, both are mostly working, but I thought incre- right. what an incredible system for the truck driver, the snowbird or whatever, that's not home, you know, like this self-monitoring system. Um, I didn't realize that these these smoke detectors that we buy at, you know, Home Depot and Walgreens and, you know, everybody that sells them, you know, and including the Walgreens and the grocery store seem to be carrying them now because they seem to be carrying everything from underwear to friggin' pork chops, you know, but it's, I did not realize that 35% of them wouldn't work. And that number keeps sticking in my friggin' head, right? Like, you know, we're selling this stuff and it may not work. And we have this self assurance in our brain that this is going to work and it may not work. And that's not cool. Right. And, 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 you know, anytime that it's brought up, uh, um, for example, to the different testing laboratories and stuff like that, there was a a thing on TV I was watching. It just kind of shook my head where they, they brought up the statistics to the, um, the government and the representative from the government said, well, uh, people should ha- have a fire safety plan as well because uh, smoke alarms aren't enough. And they said, well, we're not denying that people need a fire safety plan. Uh, however, if the smoke alarm doesn't go off, a fire safety plan isn't going to help them if they're not alerted to a fire in their home. 
Right. And, you know, uh, and again, they just went back to that. Well, they got to make sure that they do a fire safety plan. Now, you know, having like, a smoke detector alone isn't going enough. to work. They are right. You must have the, that plan too, right? Right. And now what I found out here in talking to you and doing the show. Now, what is that number again that children do not hear a smoke <clears throat> detector and the elderly? Yeah, so, yeah, so two out of three children will not wake up to the sound of smoke detectors. So if they're sleeping and the smoke detector goes off, two out of three of those children will not wake up. Wow. You know, incredible. You know, and that's stuff that we don't know. And then the fact is, you know, I didn't realize, you know, I thought mine, mine were wired in, right, into my house, like I told you today, figured they were all working, and then the damn things ain't working. You know, it's right. like, I feel like an idiot that I didn't do this. But let's get into your, your system, because this is a unique system, guys, and it's, it's, you know, it intrigues me that we can protect our family now with this modern technology and get rid of the garbage from Walmart. And we don't have to pay a continuing monitoring fee every month to do this. So let's go through and let's pretend we're, you know, you, you showed up in my house and I got this 2,500 square foot house and I want to put your system in. What's the first thing yeah. that you're going to do to help me? Well, first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to identify uh, what type of alarms you have in your home so that, that you can make the, the best uh, informed decision. You're going to know what you have. Okay, the very next thing that I'm going to do is explain to you the difference between those two types of alarms, okay, right. uh, without even telling you about my products. And after that, I'm going to start to educate you a little bit about uh, fire safety. So, uh, for example, I go through what the four misconceptions of um, fire are. <clears throat> so the very first one is it won't happen to me, right? So I've never met anybody that thought, they were going to have a fire. No. They always think it will happen to somebody that's got kids, somebody that's, uh, you know, elderly, right? Stuff like that. And nobody thinks about a fire until when? Yeah, when you're standing outside watching your friggin' house burn down. Right, or or until you're inside panicking, thinking of how, how the heck do I get out of here now, right? And that's the thing, <clears> now, you know, in, in that, <throat> we talked about it today. It's not the actual fire that's going to kill you, Right. Right. Well, and that, that thing of the smoke, you have the asphyxiation uh, because of the lack of oxygen. So one of the things that happens during a fire. So um, first, uh, let me just give you guys another stat here. Eight out of 10 fire deaths occur in the home and nighttime fires are the most deadly. Okay. So right. the reason being is as you're sleeping, obviously we're not alert. We're not ready for a fire. And when the fire starts, the oxygen levels drop. And the carbon monoxide levels start to raise in the house, okay? Right. So with carbon monoxide, it makes you fall deeper and deeper into what? Well, into sleep. Yeah, you fall deeper and deeper into sleep. So now your oxygen levels are dropping. You're falling deeper and deeper into sleep. You, Even if you hear an alarm, you may not be able to, to respond in time if, if that carbon monoxide level has reached an area or the oxygen levels have dropped to an area where your, your brain isn't functioning. Yeah. Properly, like right? We talked about that this afternoon, like like fire, right. you know, fireman, Mr. Bubs was on here, the fireman there with you. Yep. And, like, and he, you know, he's, most people are found either in the basement or in by the front door. Why the basement? Well, it's just because they got confused, disoriented. They can't see, right. It's pitch black. 
yeah. uh, because of all that smoke. And then, like I said, the oxygen levels have dropped and, and just uh, confusion sets in. So hmm. they go down there, whether it's to try to escape the fire or whether it's that they just got lost, they forgot how to get out of their house. Um, it, it's amazing. So a, a friend of mine is actually, uh, he, he was in uh, the military for a while. Yeah. And they used to actually do oxygen deprivation tests on them. And you know those little puzzles that you get in kindergarten, the wooden puzzles where you got to make yeah. a square block fit in the square hole, right? And the, the, the round block in the round hole. What are you well, they about? give them this. I start my day but, off every day with that. It just gets me going. Yeah. So they, they would give the, these military people um, these puzzles and then they'd fit them in an oxygen deprivation uh, chamber and they'd start to drop the oxygen levels. And he says, one of the things that he remembers is just watching everybody else trying to fit that square peg in the round hole, right? It doesn't yeah. fit, but they couldn't figure out why it couldn't fit. But again, it's because of the oxygen levels dropping. Your brain just doesn't operate properly if it doesn't have the right amount of uh, oxygen, right? So um, right. the fire doesn't have to touch you to harm you. It can just pull the air away from you, and now it's, it's, it's harming you as well, right? Right. So... Now you got me at the front door. You're at my door. We're at the appointment. You've you've given me fire safety, you know, and yep. obviously, you know, and we talked about this this afternoon. Ninety, mm-hmm. you know, ninety percent of these fire detection systems, you know, we we dummies put them in the wrong spot, you know. Right. So now you've seen my system. You know, it's we'll we'll use mine. It doesn't work. Where do we right. go? Where do we go from there? Well, so now what I'm going to do is first off, I'm going to reassure you. It's not your fault, okay? So, and you're you're not an expert. By the time I leave your house, my goal is to make sure that you're an expert on fire safety, and that you're you're more equipped than ever before if you were to have a fire in your home. Like, let's face it, people don't consider this very important, do they? Unfortunately, not, and and we don't take it as serious as what we should, uh, unless you've been physically affected by uh, a fire. Um, yourself personally, most people don't think about this uh, happening to them, right? Yeah, and, and I said that. Important. I said that. I said that this afternoon to you. Like, truly, you know, I'm 54 years old. I've never been in a fire. Like, you know, really, how important is this to me? Right. And, it, and like, I, and then I told you that uh, the average person will experience five fires in their lifetime, which means that uh, you know, averages are stacked against you now, Don. <laughs> Um, so, so my life's been going lately. Fuck, it's already stacked, right? So, right. Well, <laughs> well, that's the that's the thing. But um, so you know, you like I got a twenty five hundred square foot house. Yep. You know, I got two smoke detectors in it. You know, yep. that's because that's all that really that's in my house is one downstairs, and I did find the one upstairs that I couldn't find. You know, okay. I was staring at it all my all my life. It's right above my bedroom door. You know, never seen right. it. You know, finally seen it this afternoon. And I might, must say that light is green. So I got, I got two in my whole house. Now, obviously, in talking with you, that's not enough. No, uh, no, definitely not enough. Definitely not enough. Now, um, with uh, yours, just just one thing that I want to want to point out here. Um, what color are your smoke detectors? Well, they're yellow now. From they're, they're yellow. Perfect. From the, uh, did you know that they don't make smoke detectors that color? Well, yeah, but they are now because <laughs> my wife painted the roof. 
Okay. Okay. No, well, I'm all just right. kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. You know, it's, it's obviously been, you know, over the years, it's, you know, from the dust and the dirt and everything else are kind of yellow. Right. Yeah. So, so a- after they've been, um, they've, they've met the end of their life cycle, something that happens is that they start to turn yellow. Okay. If your smoke detectors are yellow, they're past their prime. They're, it's time to take these out. Yeah, and I didn't right. realize that smoke detectors have an expiry date, just like, a, you know, friggin' can of bananas. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, you have to make sure that, uh, that that you check those expiry dates, too, and, uh, you know. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people will move into a house and, and be there for 20, 30 years and never once change their smoke detectors. No, uh, because- but that's, when you buy a house, that's something the fire inspector should look at, or your inspector, right? Well, it is something that they should look at for sure, but are they looking at it, right? I got everybody um, listening to us right now thinking back, you know, so because I said, you know, expiry date like a can of bananas. Right. I got everybody scratching their friggin' head right now saying, where does this guy get a can of bananas? <laughs> you, know, you know, threw them right off the base here, right? But anyway, yeah. you know, now, how many would you recommend that you put in a 2,500-square-foot house? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk through your house. Right, and that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask to see every single bedroom of your house. Okay, so we're not doing this. To, so, to so if you're coming to make not, sure the beds are made, right? Yeah, I, I, I could care less if the beds are made or not. My <laughs> goal isn't to, to judge you and and and, and uh, critique your your housekeeping uh, stuff. My job is to make sure that you and your family understand um, the risks and the dangers involved with fire, and that um, you could be in a fire. And then my job is to understand to uh, make you understand if you have enough adequate protection or if you should um, decide to get something else, right? So right. first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at all the bedrooms in the house. I'm going to ask how many bedrooms in the house, and we'll go take a look at them one by one. And I'm going to ask a, a series of questions. So the first thing that I always ask when I walk into any room is what can start a fire in this room? And I let, let the, the person tell me exactly what they feel can start a fire in that room, okay? And right. then I ask them who it affects first, and they're going to say them, obviously, or whoever's room it is, right? Yeah. And then um, ask how it affects them, right? So And make sure that they understand that the fire doesn't have to touch them to harm them because it's pulling the oxygen. The oxygen, or the fire is always going to win the battle for oxygen. Um, so there, there's no no way that you can outbreathe a fire, so to speak, right? Just, kind of, um, just give me a sec here before I, I got to yep. get this in. I got an email question here. That was that blue, 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 Let's go back to this owner's manual that uh, that I was reading earlier today that had given us that stat that 35% of the time, this uh, smoke detector may not go off or give early enough warning. Right. If I go back to that, it says in here, um, I remember I mentioned that it may not sense every kind of fire every time. It may not sense dangerous fires. It may not sense fires caused by carelessness, smoking bed, violent explosions. Yeah, so, so basically, they, they protected your ass with a friggin' disclaimer in there that it right. may well, or may is, not work. This is the disclaimer of all disclaimers right here. Uh, and this particular one that I'm reading, I'm not going to say the name, but it says, Why not? Uh, your alarm your alarm does not warrant or imply in any way that the 
smoke detector will protect lives or property in the event of a fire. Homeowners and renters should be sure to insure their lives and property. Well, there you right go. There, no, it's going to tell you. It's telling you right there that the fucking thing may not work. So you better go get some life insurance, Jack. You know, like, right. like what kind of what kind of disclaimer is that? And you know, and why won't you tell us the name? Yeah. So why so, won't I you mean, tell I, me the name? That's well, gonna, I have that's, no problem telling you the name. This well, tell me the, the tell me the name so we got you know the the, the people well, that listening to my show ain't going to go waste their thirty five bucks and buy this piece of shit. Yeah, well, it's not just this particular brand, but this is a first alert brand that I have here. This is the the alarm for that first, or the warranty for that first alert uh, brand. So, okay? But they're all the same, right? Like we were they're, talking, they're all going to be have, have the same thing. They're just going to be written in different orders, and they might try to hide things certain ways and in a in a different one. But it's all going to say the same thing. And it's and all about and and basically, it's all about protecting their ass. Right. Uh, first alert has a a really good way, like. With this particular uh, model that I that I have here, the, the uh, actual uh, owner's manual for, they have a really good way of laying it out to show you right away if you actually were to read it. One of the first things that it says, um, and this is the only thing that's in bold writing on this whole entire uh, page, actually, to tell you the truth, it says, warning, general limitations of smoke detectors and what smoke detectors cannot do. And then there's a, a whole entire page of things that your smoke detector can't do that we would expect that it should be able to Yeah, I kind of feel like I've been friggin' violated here. You know, for many years, I've been thinking that, you know, I'm doing the right thing for my family. And then, you know, I get a guy like you on the phone, fire expert, you know, that's telling me everything that I've ever thought that I learned about fire safety, number one, and protecting my family is wrong. You know, and I don't think these guys should be able to, but sell this shit and, you know, be saying it's going to protect your family. But in the same sense, you know, they put this friggin' disclaimer on there that says, you know, may not work, Jack. So, you know, thanks for your money. But now let's get into your, 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 your product. Now it's a totally different system. Yeah. It's all integrated. And and it is self-monitoring. That's right. Now, I like that self-monitoring stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, for, for drivers, like, you know, I'm talking, because like, I'm a fucking driver, right? So I, I think about driver shit. So when I'm away at home, I'm going to know my family, my wife is safe, or, you know, a guy that's single, you know, he's going to know it's safe. And one thing I know, um, you know, I, I'm not a truck driver, but I'm on the road a lot. And I know that you guys on the road as well kind of feel guilty when you have to leave your wife and your kids behind. And, you know, you spend so much time away from them. This is something that you can do to protect them and give you peace of mind to know that they are safe while uh, while you're gone, right? Well, sure, um, and that's yeah. you know, in today's technology, you know, in your your interactive you know self monitoring system. I'll explain that. This system will alert how many people? Uh, up to eight uh, emergency contacts. So obviously, you're going to be one of them. So seven other uh, people as well. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so up to eight emergency contacts can be put into there. So explain that. Well, the, the point with that is just, we want to make sure that, uh, let me just put this kind of scenario in your head. Okay. So do you, are, is your bedroom on the first floor or second floor, Don? It's on there. It's in the upper levels. Yeah. Up, upper level. Okay. So well, let's imagine, um, it's. Okay, 
your your smoke detectors are all going off. Let's say you have our system, the smoke detector is going off, the bed shaker is going off. It's going crazy in your house right now, okay? Yeah. Um, so you and Teresa are in the master bedroom, okay. right? Yeah. You go, you go to the door, you feel the door, the door is hot. What, what does that, what's that mean? Well, me, it might give me, me a you know, hot door in my bedroom might cause me a heart attack, but you know, yeah. you know, but no, I mean, you know, something's wrong out, outside the door, but you know, like, right. we, we covered that today, you know, and I yeah, sleep with the but, bedroom but, door. But here, I sleep with my door here. open and you told me that was wrong. Yeah. But the, so we feel the door is hot. That means that there's fire on the other side. So now you have to act fast. Okay. So let me ask you a question. You have to go out the window. Who's going out first? You or Teresa? I don't know. That would be probably my wife. Well, you don't have much time to think about it either, do you, right? So that's what's important. So this is what a fire plan is going to help you do is decide who's going out that window first if we have to go out that window. So it doesn't. Uh, so you said probably your wife. Now, why would you choose your wife to go out first? Well, because she's my wife and I protect her with everything I got. So she would be going out first to make sure she got out. Awesome. That's a great answer. And it, there is no wrong answer here. It's just you have to think fast, right? So once you're outside, now you have a decision to make. Who else is inside the house and who are you going to save next? Right. So if you have multiple children, you can only save one at a time. And if you, if you have Teresa with you, she can save one, you can save one. But uh, let's say you had three children. Who's getting the third children? Who are you, or child rather? So who are you going to go for next, right? Yeah, you know, um, and, I didn't, and there were the, you know, these plans come in real good handy, especially with young children, because like you yeah. know, young children, you know, I think we sell them short. I think if you drill it into their head and do these fire, you know, drills and fire, you know, plans, it, it seems yeah. to get drilled into their head, just like at school, right? They, they seem to know they got to line up. They got to follow the teacher down the hallway. They got to go to the right side of the field and got to be the third group standing. You know, they know this. Right, right. Oh, exactly. And, and so now you, you, everybody's safe now. You got everybody out of the house. You, you followed your fire safety plan to a T. Yep. Now, whether it took three minutes, five minutes, we don't know. But during this entire mock emergency that I just created for you um, here, did you once think about calling 911 yourself? No, actually no. I didn't. And this is where our app comes into play. Remember, your number one job is to get yourself and your family out of your house safely. Our app, the seven other contacts, will be able to call 911 on your behalf. Cool. Right? And that's what makes our system completely different is the fact that your friends and family will be able to, to know about a fire the exact same time that you do. As soon as that alarm starts sounding in your house, it starts sending those text messages out to each and every one of those uh, people on your list. So basically, if, if, I'm, to... if I'm on the friggin' road, and I, <clears> yep. it, you know, I, I'm driving, you know, I'm down in, you know, let's use Tennessee. I'm down yep. in Tennessee, you know, there's a fire in my house up here in, you know, British Columbia. I'll probably know about it before the fire department does. Well, you, you will most definitely will know about it before the fire department does, yeah. So for snowbirds and truck drivers alike, you know, a great system and a great system for parents that have kids coming home from school before they get in, because we all know, don't touch the stove, don't make a mess, but we come home and, you know, 
they've got it all semi cleaned up, but you know, they forget that we can smell that they've been cooking in the house. Right. But what a good right. system, you know, if something happens, you know, in today's society, you know, with technology, you can't beat that kind of technology. And it really impressed me. And, you know, my regular listeners know if you're a sponsor or not, I will not promote anything that I don't believe in. It's just not, right. who, it's just not who I am. So when I looked at this, when I looked at this system and we got into some statistics, you know, and we started this conversation, you know, over a few emails about um, the sponsorship. And then we got into a conversation about this fire near EPA because I don't know why, you know, and I really don't why this fire and you hear about them every day on the news, right? Why this fire affected me the way it did. I didn't know these people. Yeah. You know, it just, I think it was the age of the children because they're, you know, they're, they were all around my grandchildren's age. Right. And it got I to me. Well, yeah. And then, you, you know, you, you, as an adult, you know, 50 some years old, and then I find out my, you know, my smoke detectors aren't working. You know, you, you basically feel like a friggin' asshole, right? That you, you've got your grandchildren in here and your family and, you know, you just because you didn't reach up and check a button could cost them their lives. But again, it, 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 it's not your fault because you didn't know better. Right. And that's, well, it, that's, and that's where education um, is. And that's why I, I'm doing this show tonight with you, because I thought today no. was such an important show. We had such a great response to it. Number one, you know, and we didn't quite finish. Now the other conversation we had with you was, you know, you, when you started sponsoring the show, you started doing some research about deaths in trucks with carbon monoxide. Right. And it got you thinking about, you know, how can we implement this system in a truck? And, you know, I believe you've come up with the answer to that, that this system could be put in a truck. Yeah, for sure. Because ours is all battery operated and uh, comes with that lithium manganese battery, we're able to put this uh, in places that you can't put your standard smoke detectors. It's able to withstand, um, temperature variables so if you leave it out uh in the cold uh you know it's not going to affect it uh either for example if uh if we're able to put it in a garage there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to put it into the truck right right and you gotta Uh, explain um, that battery system because it's not just you know go to walmart and buy your duracell it's a 20-year lithium kind of deal battery right yeah it's a 20-year lithium manganese battery um so this is guaranteed for 20 years you're not going to have to change the battery um our our system is completely tamper proof so you can't uh can't change the battery if you wanted to yourself anyways it's you have to send it in and we, we change the batteries uh for you take thing yeah but you know um, it's not really a, the system that you're thinking about you know for for applications and let's say you know a, a truck or an rv it's not right. really a smoke detector. It's more like a carbon monoxide—can't even say it—carbon monoxide well, kind of deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can also have uh, you know a fire in your truck as well. So you could put in a, a heat sensor, carbon monoxide detector. You could put in a smoke sensor. All depends on on you know your your personal safety feeling. Now, there's there's two types of heaters for transport trucks, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? There's which. Uh, two types of heaters for transfer trucks. Yeah, you can get you know you can get your your APUs, your you know genset type deals. Uh, your you know there's there's quite a few systems out there actually now. Right, air, right. air conditioning and heating all in one. You know the right. day the days of guys idling trucks are are pretty much gone because of the you know fuel prices number one 
and a lot of this yeah. emissions, you know, no idle policies all over the countries, right? Right. So but, you have mentioned the a- a- AP, APU or ABU, is that what you said? A- APU, yep. Okay, it's, yeah, a self, so, it's a self-system that, you know, hooks into your battery systems. And, and then you got the gen-set type deals, you know, like, um, you know, you know, being a trucker, you kind of hard to explain, but it's kind of like a, you know, Honda generator deal that, you know, controls yeah, your heat yeah. and all that stuff. And that's the, yeah. that's the deals that we were talking about today that, that you know, that driver died because, right. you know, it wasn't hooked up right. And, you know, all the exhaust was getting into his cab and he died. Right, right. And, and, and same with the, the APU, because that's going to be working off of an electrical current. So there is a chance for um, a, a failure of that system oh, fuck. as they, well. They, they, you know, they, these APUs, you know, they, they've, they've got fire. Oh, definitely. Right. So, I mean, uh, and if you're sleeping in your truck, okay, and there's a fire, if you're sleeping, you can't smell um, smoke. So a lot of people have a misconception that, well, if I'm, if I'm sleeping and there's a fire in my house, I'm going to wake up, right? Because I'm going to smell the smoke. You won't smell the smoke. And any fire chief, fire captain, or any firefighter will tell you that that's not going to happen. Just you can't smell the smoke while you're sleeping. Your brain doesn't register that, right? So, um, well, that's why, you know, that's why you're the expert. You know, I would have assumed I would have been able to smell the smoke. But the problem being is the same thing we covered earlier. You get asphyxiated while this smoldering smokes in your truck. Your brain gets all fucking stupid, and now yeah. you, and now you can't you, you can't function. So now you're dead before the fire even decides to pop a flame. Right, right. No, but I think yeah, that was exactly. a, I think that's a very interesting you know concept for your system. If guys wanted to get a hold of you, you know where where could they get a hold of you? Well, the best place to get a hold of me is actually. At, uh, uh, our uh, office, 905 I'm going to get Sherry to uh, put something on, on here. Uh, the little link that we have uh, where people could get a hold of us and then we contact them back. True, that would um, be a good link, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's, the link is www.surveymonkey. Uh, is just writing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you better get her to write that because you just went over my head. Survey monkey, you said? Survey monkey, yep. Slash R slash capital O, capital F, capital P, capital F, and then the number one. There now, it is. The one thing so that. One thing that we, we will cover okay, is this system is available throughout the U.S. and Canada by calling that number, 905-661-0951, or, yeah. or this link you just put up here. Right. Now, you, we were talking earlier, and you said you will get them in a you know, hold of the, the, their U.S. branches, or you would be willing, if they wanted to buy your system, they could call you, set up something, and you would actually fly anywhere to get to, to do this system for them. Now that's yeah, kind so of a, I mean, you know what, that, that's a pretty good deal. Now yeah, we're, we're, we're set up to do uh, um, like phone orders and, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I can, I can take orders from all over the place and I'm willing, if somebody really wants it, uh, I'm, I'm willing to go down there to make sure that it's installed properly. You know what I mean? Then well, it is um, your name, right? Right, right. So I want to make sure that uh, even though we have these offices all over the place, I can easily just send one of the other offices down there to to take care of it. But you know, if uh, if, if, if 
this way I know that uh, these guys are being taken care of and that it's actually being done properly. So, you know, we're, we're able to go all over the place. I, I travel quite a bit throughout the States as it is. Uh, right now I travel quite a bit throughout Canada as well. Um, you know, I spend, uh, uh, I just got back from Dallas actually, um, last month, uh, we were there for, uh, about a week. I was down there Yeah. and then, uh, you Hot know, I go to there. Michigan, believe it or not, like, like that's not a, a uh, very common place that people are like, Oh yeah, I was in Flint all, all week. Right. But yeah, we no, had no. Up in, uh, Flint, Michigan and Detroit. And, uh, you know, we're all over, all over the state. Uh, we're going to Las Vegas in uh, November. Same thing. So we're, we're going through, through all the states. Um, you know, we'll, if, if I'm happening, happen to be going down there anyways, uh, you know, it's not, uh, not bad. And I'll, I'll set something up with, uh, with the people as they, as they want. Um, I was going to go to uh, um, uh, Wyoming uh, next week, but uh, had to put that off for for a little bit. But uh, you know, there's a uh, we have I even have a guy that uh, is available in Utah uh, as well. You know, so there's so you're all over the place. Offices all over the place. Like yeah, you know, and, I... and I'm, I'm willing to go there to uh, make sure that that you know, that uh, this stuff's installed properly and that these guys get the best possible. Uh, uh, deal available. Now, what kind of time frame are, are we talking about for you to hook one of these systems up? They can, you know, are you going uh, to come in and rip half my friggin' house apart? You know, putting holes in the wall and all that shit. Yeah. Well, the great news is because these are all wireless, wireless and wirelessly interconnected. They're battery operated. It's no more than two screws in each uh, each unit. So we're putting two holes in in your ceiling or in your wall, depending on where we're mounting it. Um, and, and, and that's it. There, there's no, you know, taking out the hammer and smashing holes in the wall to run wires and, and uh, some fancy control panel. So you're talking, um, you, you're basically a one day deal. I don't know, we're, we're talking, you know, two hours to three hours top, uh, type deal. Um, with, with an install of, uh, of a house that, uh, for example, uh, I have some houses that are 20, 20 plus units and we'll we'll get that done in about two hours same thing well that's not bad yeah you're not gonna come in you're not gonna come in and wreck my host that's the other good thing no no for sure and, and one thing that i forgot to mention uh what i was talking earlier and even even now and you kind of reminded me when you started talking about the snowbirds and how they can check this on their phone as well one other thing that we carry that uh, is integrated with our system is uh, we have water detection, water water sensors, okay? Oh, yeah. uh, but the same technology that allows us to test for heat also allows us to detect uh, freezing temperatures as well. So if your uh, house, for example, you're gone away to Florida and your furnace stops working, okay? True, yeah. Uh, and the temperature drops to 40 degrees inside your house, you're going to get that alert sent to your phone as well as everybody else is going to say that the temperature... In this location has dropped to 40 degrees. There is potential for freezing pipes. Now you can send somebody down to your to your house that has a key. You know, maybe Kaya or Carol Ann can go there, David, and and open it up and shut off the water. That way, they can reduce the the amount of damage that may be uh, done. Um, so when you get back, you don't have to worry about that. You just have to worry about you know fixing possibly that one pipe that might have that clog in it still type thing. Yeah, so, like, you know, it just um, it just amazes me though, like the technology, and we don't use it. So, <coughs> excuse me, if there if there was ever a flood, would they detect yeah. that too? 
It would, yeah. So if you had, like, for example, your sump pump backed up or something like that, and you had a finished basement, uh, you would know about that. Now, the reason why um, water sensors, uh, we've decided to add those to, to our, our, our network is because, um, for example, according to FEMA, mold can start to grow on a damp surface within 24 to 48 hours, right? And we all know that mold can cause mild to severe uh, health problems, such as asthma, you know, wheezing, coughing, um, memory loss, you name it, right? So water not only can it cause mold, but it can also do almost as much damage to your house as what uh, fire can do in the same amount of time. I've got a question here for you, Andrew. It says, um, what is the range of the unit and is the system hack-proof from the streets? Yes. So that, that, that's a very good question. So uh, first off, each individual unit has a range of 200 feet. So as long as you have a sensor within 200 feet of, of each other, it will communicate with all the other sensors. Okay. So, so that's, that's have, quite, you know, and for people that don't understand, uh, that's not a short distance. That's a fairly long distance. Yeah. In a house, you know, uh, like. No, for sure. I mean, most people's lots for their houses are, are less than 100 feet. feet so right? now, like, so, are, are these guys now, the, these sensors, now you, yep. do, will they go around corners and all that other shit? Yep, yep. So you'll have a 360-degree view for uh, 200 feet for 360-degree view, up, down, sideways, uh, you, you name it. I hope that helps you with Secret Goof. You know, um, yeah. Secret Goof was, and, guy, and, you know, actually he was here this afternoon. Um, catching this show. The question that he asked, sorry. Uh, yeah, he, has, he had all kinds of questions, you know, and great from, questions. Uh, from the street, yeah. So this is your own independent private network, okay? So it's hooked up privately for your home. Nobody can access this except for you, um, unless you, unless you give them access to it, which would be by giving them uh, to the app uh, or by uh, adding them to your your app as uh, as an emergency contact, nobody's going to be able to do anything to that system. No, of and course your 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 app uh, your app must have security around it too, right? Right. Well, we have, that's what I was just going to say. So we we do have a guy uh, that his job twenty four hours a day he is on on call looking at and monitoring to make sure that nobody has access to the app. And if there ever it was a security breach. He'd be able to throw a switch, be able to make sure that, you know, nobody gets into that system to uh, do anything malicious. Not that there's much malicious that you could do, but like I said, we just want to make sure that we've taken those steps to make sure that um, that no your, your information is going to be guarded and that nobody's going to be able to, to access it. Now, there are some smart devices that have, like, hidden microphones and stuff like that. That was in the news uh couple months ago there is no microphones in our system no cameras or anything built into those um these systems are are just standalone so it's not like uh like they're going to be spying on you and and giving you information uh giving your information to google or anything like that And that's important because you know that was quite a quite a stir that that when that came out that they were monitoring you know your your conversations in your home for voice recognition you know like that is not right man that's invasion of privacy man no for sure and and, and that's the thing so uh this, this company we we do take uh your, your privacy very very seriously we, we do everything that we can to make sure that 
uh, your information stays only with uh, with us and doesn't get used for anything else uh, other than for the purposes of the uh, of the app. So, like you know, it's uh, you know, I know this is going to be a tough question because every everybody's different and every every scenario is different. But once again, there is zero. And I want to emphasize this: zero cost after installation for monitoring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there is no cost for for monitoring this after after the uh, installation. That's correct. So you know, I'm not going to get a bill from Ontario Fire Prevention Services once a month for sixty five bucks to monitor your system, which is a good no. deal. You know, yeah. And you know, like your average system that you're paying for now, no, you. What I didn't realize is when, when you see these ads on TV, that's for one sensor. Right. So that's not going to cover shit in your house, right? That's, that's correct, yeah. So, you know. So, like, so yeah, so you, you have a fire uh, fire monitoring added to your, your security system, and they're only going to give you one, uh, one sensor for your whole house, right? So it's really, really, you could get more from them, but you can bet your bottom dollar that they're charging you more for that. Well, of course, right. you know, like it's no, nothing's free in this world. Man, right. You know, right. it's, it's, it's you can a, also, you can also bet your bottom dollar that, uh, that the, the technology is going to be the ionization technology over the, the, uh, the more reliable for photoelectric one as well. When, when you're going with a monitored system, right? Because their specialty isn't fire. Their specialty is security. Uh, and, and, they do that very well, but we do fire very well, and we do water protection uh, very well as, as well. Uh, but we focus on on, on the fire safety aspect rather than the, the dynamic security of your home safety. Well, what I think I like about your whole your your, your whole concept of this this was the the system's actually second nature to you. You know, it's not your, your focus right at the point, you know, you, you've kind of gone gung ho on this fire safety, you know, like my old man said, you know, you're, you're like one of them evangelists on glue there about this fire safety, you know, you know, after you, you lost, you know, and people don't understand if you didn't join us this afternoon, Andrew was uh, in the commercial water business, a very successful water business at that and lost a friend that worked with him and um, actually his wife and a couple of kids perished in a fire, which changed Andrew's life. So, you know, and I commend you for changing your career and take it, you know, you, you really are passionate about this. Um, I do appreciate that you spend times in schools and, you know, helping our children out, you know, at no cost, you know, what a, you know, what a great, great concept that is in today's world, you know, that you, we actually find somebody that, has a business, a service business, because that's what you are, right? You know, you're a service yeah. industry, but you know, you, your first focus is is not really selling the system. We all want you to sell the system, and you want to sell the system. Obviously, that's how you make a living, right? But your focus on education, you know, I got to commend you for that. Um, right. You're, you're you really talk highly about that, and you know, we've discussed your fire plan and the time you spend with these the, these people's children to explain things to them and the fact that you spend time, you know, with them, not teaching them not to be afraid of the firemen, because that's a big thing in today's world. You know, some guy comes in in a you know, full dressed fire outfit, scares the shit out of children. We found out from Mr. Bob's fireman today that yep. um, most children run and hide from the firemen. And that's very important, you know, for us to get out there that 
these are our friends. So, you know, your, your part in education, sir, I, 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 you know, I commend you for, and I really appreciate your sponsorship of this show. Thank you for, you know, having that much confidence in, in our show, you know, not, you know, a trucker show at that, you know, f- to uh, sponsor us. And, you know, and I'm happy, more than happy to get your word out there. Um, I appreciate the time you spent with us tonight and this afternoon. I'm not going to keep you because, you know, I know that it's, uh, what time is it in your world anyway? Nine, oh, here, 10, 11 o'clock. 10 to 11 yeah. at your world, eh? So, you know, I don't want to keep you too late, but I thought that this is such a, you know, an important subject with the kids just going back to school, you know, the buses are out, you know, everything changing, you know, our minds aren't really there yet, you know, and we do have kids coming home with double income parents and shit could yeah. happen, right? Because, you know, back to that old saying, it, it what? You know, it doesn't happen to me, right? But. Yeah, yeah, and that that uh, link that I had Sherry put on to your uh, your comment section there, Survey yeah. um, Monkey link there. So we're we're doing a promotion right now, obviously from now until uh, October for the kids back to school. Um, we're doing a promotion where we come out, we do the fire safety, and we're going to bring a first aid kit to everybody um, for that as well. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, as well as we have a, a number of other promotional items. So, for example, we have a, a program here called the People Locator Program. And this is what uh, fire department, um, um, firefighters rather, look for when they come to a house is they look for people locator stickers. So uh, we actually bring those stickers out uh, for, for people. And how the People Locator Program works is... Uh, we put those stickers on the outside of the windows of the bedrooms where uh, people are sleeping. Um, because as you know, it's very important um, when the fire department comes that if they open the door or they break the window, they're introducing oxygen now, right? So it's going to fuel the fire even more. Right. So they need to make sure that they break the proper window. So if you're not outside at the front at your meeting spot where you should be, they're now looking for those people locator stickers so they know which rooms to strategically go to to break the window, get the people out, and get them uh, safe uh, as fast as possible, right? So this saves uh, valuable time. And that's uh, another thing that we do uh, as well. So we, we're bringing out those people locator stickers, and we're bringing out uh, fire safety plans for everybody too. So we, we actually have a a grid where uh, we're going to go in, into their home. We're going to give them the, the grid. We're going to help them draw out their house and uh, help them develop a fire uh, escape plan for everybody. And they can hang this on the refrigerator, practice it with their kids, make sure that everybody knows uh, what their job is. Huh, terrific. You know what, Andrew, it's been fun. You know what? Thank you for your time, man. Thank you for your sponsorship. Um, you know, give a hug to that wife of yours. You know, I haven't seen her in a very long time. Um, once again, you know, if, if you guys need fire protection or discuss fire protection, hit up Andrew at 905-661-0951 or check out his website, OFPS.ca. He will be able to help you throughout us, Canada, Philippines. Give me a few more, Andrew. Uh, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, New yeah. Zealand, you know, so. Like this show is heard all over the world. That's number one. Now we're primarily, you know, Canada, U.S. trucking show, but you know we have people listen to us from all over the world. So you know, and, and fires happen all over the world, right? So, but thanks exactly. again for your time, man. I appreciate it. You know, thanks for helping me with this show. 
um, I thought it was very important. Still don't know why that fire in Erie really affected me the way it did. You know, maybe because the children were the same age as my grandchildren. I don't know. But, you know, with all the shit that's going around in the world, I thought maybe, you know, if we can help just one person with this fire safety stuff, because I didn't realize all these, you know, all these numbers you throw at us, these statistics. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are pretty friggin' scary. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, uh, the, the, I have some other statistics here just real quick before we go here. Uh, for example, home fires kill on average seven people a day. Most people don't understand that. That's, that's 3,000 people a year that are dying from home fires. Yeah, but right? seven, seven friggin' people a day. Yeah. You know, that's not that's, small. That's in, that, that's, that's North America wide. So Canada, U.S. But, that, uh, but that's not, that's not a friggin' small number, seven a day. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, because yeah. I'll tell you, I sure as fuck wouldn't want to be burnt up in a fire. No, definitely. That, that, that's the, the, the last way that anybody wants to go for sure. Man, I tell you what a conversation. We're going to have to have you back. Andrew and talk some more about this. Remember that fire safety week is not really until October 6th through 12th. Now there was an interesting statistic that I want you to tell me or tell our folks about here. What happens during fire safety week? Well, um, what do you want to like about the statistic that that, the statistic we were talking about today, about, you know, how things seem to escalate during fire safety week, which which I found was funny. So between uh, the months of October and actually between October and March, the uh, incidence of carbon monoxide poisoning and carbon monoxide death raises about three times the amount. And there's a couple of reasons why. Uh, First main reason is, especially out uh, in BC, you're starting to get colder and colder weather by that time, right? So people are turning on their furnaces for the first time, um, you know, and... uh, Maybe they have, they've got a crack in it, or all of a sudden it starts snowing, right? Right. And now the snow has covered your exhaust vent, so now the exhaust fumes are actually blowing back into your home, right? Uh, there's a number of things. In fact, if you have a fireplace inside your home, and uh, you also have a uh, furnace that is vented through the chimney, if you have a fire going in your fireplace, it can actually start pulling oxygen from that, that chimney, and the other chimney and start pulling it to the uh, the fire. But while it's doing that, if your furnace kicks in, it could suck the exhaust fumes back into uh, your home, right? So this uh, this could also cause uh, increases in carbon monoxide. So it is very important to not only take the fire safety aspect um, as important, but also the, the fact that carbon monoxide poisoning, um, they can happen in your house just as easily as uh, a fire and uh, the death rate from carbon monoxide poisoning is pretty much uh, pretty close to the same as what it is for, for a fire death. Incredible. So remember that, guys. Check the, your vents and all that. Andrew, it's been fun, man. Thanks a lot. You know, um, going to carry on with the show. Uh, you know, I, I, I really appreciate the time you spent with us. Very important information. So if you guys need to get a hold of Andrew and you want to discuss fire safety, 905-661-0951. Give him a call, man. It's an important topic, you know, and even if you, you know, don't end up buying his system, I'm quite sure that he'll spend the time and, and talk with you, you know, about this. Right? For sure. For sure. I, I, I always have, uh, 
time. And like I said, my, my number one goal is the education. Don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, um, if I could protect the family by, by giving them the best quality uh, um, smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors for the home, great. But uh, at the same time, if, I, if one person, if I was able to give them a little bit of information that will help uh, save their life, regardless if they get my my uh, my equipment or not, I feel, uh, you know, vindicated at the end of the day, right? You betcha. Wow. So. What a system. What a thing. Um, you know what, guys? Uh, thanks, Andrew, again. Um, I'll talk to you soon, man, and it's been fun. Thank you. Talk hey, to you man. Later. Yeah, take care, man. Buddy, do you? Hey, what a great topic, man. What a great guy. Um, you know, it's, it's very important that I emphasize that, you know, you guys do get out there and check your fire, your fire shit. You know, I checked by and found out it didn't work. Kids are going back to school. It is important. But anyway, let's get back to our show here. It was great talking to Andrew. Thank you very much again, Andrew. You know, and I don't do this much, you know, where I'm, I'm going to promote something that, that, you know, I believe that, is a real cool thing um, for today's truck driver. You know, I, I talk on the show all the time that I, you know, I'm goofing off on YouTube and watching trucker channels and all that other crap that goes on there. But I found an app today and I, you know, I've kind of looked at it for a long, long time, you know, on my news feeds and, and stuff like that. They put out news stories and what, but this app, I'm telling you, shocked the shit out of me today i decided you know it says download the app download the app so in, instead of figuring out i'm going to keep you know going into this site and reading their stories i'll just download the app get some notifications right make it easier well let me tell you did i get a friggin' surprise when i opened this app here i thought it was just going to be your typical you know news app and to my surprise it was not a friggin' news app and I thought this has got to be the coolest freaking thing for drivers. And I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to build up the suspense, right? Because, you know, that's kind of what I do. But this thing's got jobs on it. It's got, you know, maps on it, you know, GPS. But the freaking thing is a Facebook type deal for trucks. For truckers. And I'll tell you, it's got postings and it's, you know what, if, if you didn't know it wasn't fucking for trucks, you think it was Facebook. And I tell you, it's nothing but truckers. Cool friggin' app. It is called CDL Life. I got to tell you, man, I, I don't promote shit very often unless I'm, you know, really, really sure in my own head, you know, that it's going to have some use to the driver. I'm big on the driver, right? You know, 35 years in this friggin' industry. You know, yeah, there you go. Have it. You know, what a fucking app, man. I have never, you know, I, I've looked at this thing for months on my, my news feeds. Never really thought about it. And then today, you know, to my surprise, what a interesting friggin' concept. You know, I got on there and I posted, you know, like for the first time, like, you know, what a friggin' app. You know, I'm going to promote this on my show because I'm doing it. Because I think that is the coolest friggin' thing I've ever seen. Facebook for truckers. I already had a guy try to jerk to me on it. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that that guy? Is that a weird site or what? Didn't seem like one of them sites. 
But anyway, seems to be like a cool site. You know, it, a lot of different posts. I didn't know they were doing that on there. That's kind of rude. Mrs. Big Hall, anyway, is doing the conversating right at the moment. No, no, he was being an asshole to me. Oh, 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 I thought you had, you know, I thought he had his gear shifted in his arm or something. Like, Jesus, don't get me going here now. You almost had me, you know, now, now discredit my, my, my perfect find, man. Holy moly, girl. You got to check this check out here. Mrs. Big, Big Hall. Maybe I'm being politically incorrect by calling her a chick. But anyway, she got this show, Trucker's Wives, on CastBox, too. You know, check her out. One thing I don't get with you, girl, one day you're on at 7 o'clock. The other night you're on at 11 o'clock. Like, how the fuck do I promote your show when I never know when the hell you're on? Sorry, I didn't go live tonight. I've been working all day. I know, I've been working my ass off. Yeah, she is. She also owns a business, mother, and a wife of a trucker. You do have your hands full. But she's usually on 7 o'clock at night. I'm just, you know, rubbing her, freaking the, giving her a hard time. But, you know, this the CDL life, what an app. You know, you guys got to download this freaking app. Get involved in it. Uh, there's new truckers, old truckers, you know, all kinds of interesting shit on that thing. I, you know. And I can't imagine, I missed out on all this for months, right? You know, I've been reading their, their news stories and whatnot, and I'm thinking, what a good what a good outfit this, this these guys are. Nothing but trucks, you know? And then I decide I'm going to download this app. Well, as you all know from listening to my show, you know, I'm pretty computer stupid. I've already blew up my, my studio once, you know, so not a good deal. And I do have that... Uh, did you ever get my email, Mrs. Big Hall, about the equipment you needed for your show? I tried to send it to your work email, but I don't know. Something kept flickering and flicking, and I don't know. I'll hit you up on the, the again with it anyway. But anyway, you know, the CDL life. I, you know, I don't promote shit in my show. You know, um, trucker shit, you know, YouTube, you know, very few of them anyway. There's some out there that I do promote because there is a lot of, a lot of, um, yeah, okay, I'll do that. You know, I, a lot of good information on some of these, you know, YouTube channels, you know, like I like smart trucking and the truckers news and, and shit like that. So there is some good that comes out of YouTube, not a hell of a lot, but you know, some, you know, I, I, I'm a big, you know, sometimes I, I just wonder, you know, what fucking people get out of putting some of the shit they put on YouTube. It just blows my mind. Sometimes, you know, you got to, 21-year-old guy driving a truck, going to tell you how to be an owner-operator. 21 years old, how long could he be in trucking, right? Yeah, that's the guy I want to take advice from. But, you know, so that kind of shit gets me. But this, this CDL Life app here, I don't usually promote shit, but this one I'm going to promote the shit of because it's for drivers, man. And it's, it's, it's like, I couldn't believe it. You know, I just couldn't believe that there was something like that out there for drivers. You know, I, I just, it blew my mind. So, you know, check that out. You know, download the app, CDL Life. You know, it's just like it's spelled, C-D-L-L-I-F-E. You know, check that bloody thing out. It's got some great stories, great people on it. You know, you know, it's just, just incredible. I get it. Can you imagine, you know, the guy who invented that, you know, what a smart dude, man. Kind of, kind of copy Facebook and make it for the truckers. You know, kind of their own deal. 
which is pretty good because we can get off talking about shit we can't really get get you know get around talking about on Facebook, which we do anyway. But you know, it's like kind of like me, you know, been tried to be you know this show, my show has been tried to be you know fucking censored censored how many times you know it's like ain't gonna happen. You know, I talk the way it is. You know, drivers like you to be upfront and foremost with them. They don't want you to jackass around. You really got me, you know. When you said that guy was, you know, tried to jerk me off in one of them things, I thought, what the fuck? He got me promoting a show that's got a bunch of weirdos on it. I'm telling you, hey, you know, girl, you just about you made my night. You, you really did. You made me chuckle. You made me laugh. You know, oh yeah, she's a, yeah, incredible. But check out her show. You know, if you got get your wives, if you're you're a dude out there, you know, get your wives involved in her show. She helps a lot. You know, my biggest promotion of her show is I always say them bitches know their shit and they do, you know, but get rid of some housekeeping here while I got my voice. Anyway, got to thank the boys from Oak Ridge Exteriors uh, for, for their sponsorship of our show. 905-327-6128. Great bunch of guys down there in Ontario. Uh, listen to our show a lot. And we also got to thank, of course, our sponsor, Ontario Fire Prevention Service. What a, what, a, what a topic we had tonight. You know, once again, Andrew, thank us for calling back in, in into the show and finishing off. Great system. Um, guys, check that website out, you know, cfps.ca. Give Andrew a call, 905-661-0951. Um, this fire system he's got is just incredible. Um Oh, hell, trouble is here, yeah. Oh, my Lord, the storm is here. Now, you behave yourself on my show tonight, okay? Just finished my live chat, buddy. Sorry I missed it. Yeah, you know, like we talked about it. You know, you, you phoned me today, and you, you did some firefighting in the Navy and stuff. and You know, but we're talking about um, this new app I found. It's not new. You know, it's just what I found today. It's called CDL Life. You ever heard of that app, Mark? You know, it's, um, as Mark knows, I don't promote too many shit on my show. And this is one app I'm going to promote, Mark. It's like a Facebook for, it is. Well, you, you got to check it out. It's Facebook for um, truckers, man. It, it's cool. Um. You know, I, I, it comes through my news feeds all the time, Mark. And I read their stories all the time, you know, and never thought. And it says download the app. So I decided to download the app. And to my surprise, it's Facebook for truckers, man. Definitely cool. 100% trucks. Good spot for you. And that fancy W9 of yours. Same deal, you know, like Facebook. You can post pictures, do, you know, do your own whole thing. It's, um, I got to tell you, man, um, I got on there and I was chatting with a few guys today and gals and, you know, they made me feel so friggin' welcome. It's clean today. Yeah. Your truck, you know, yeah, well, truck's always friggin' clean. You spend more time cleaning than driving. I think some days I'm only kidding, but what the hell were you talking about today? End of the road. What are you doing today, Mark? Where are you going? End of the road. Yeah, you know, 
we got into that last night and I still think that's a crock of shit. I know what you're doing there and I know what you're tying. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Couple of uh YouTube Rambos tried to get you canned. Yeah, I remember that. Bunch of bullshit anyway. But that's the problem, and we were just talking about that before you popped in here about, you know, some of the bullshit that happens on YouTube. You know, I very rarely promote any freaking YouTube channel. You know, Mark, uh, your channel is about one of the only ones, you know, one of the three that I do promote regularly because of your content. But, you know, you got to friggin' get off when you got nothing to do with your life than fucking bitch and complain on fucking YouTube. It just drives me nuts, you know. Mark, I was telling my husband about that last night. Yep. Was well, a bubble of shit. Yep. He's an ass. You know, and that's not cool, man. And, you know, like, we all know who, who we're talking about. Anyway, anybody in trucking knows this jackass anyway. You know, yeah, and that's it. It's just a bunch of bullshit. You know, you, you, yeah, don't be afraid to use the jackass's name. You know, I call it as I see it. You know, jackass is a jackass is a jackass. You got one running the fucking country. You got them all over YouTube too. So what's the difference? You know, narrows my damn mouth again. I mean, my going to get censored again, right? But, you know, he, 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 the proven point is there's too many new guys out here falling for these friggin' traps on YouTube. You know, taking real bad fucking advice from these idiots that do not do nothing but get on there and bitch and moan about, you know, my industry. You know, this is something that, you know, this is an industry that I take friggin' pride in. You know, I've done it for 35 friggin' years. Done it right for 35 years. Kept clean, you know, mental health, all that physical health, you know, took it real serious. And then you got a bunch of morons up here degrading my industry you know, that people over the years have tried to change the conception of truckers. And then we got assholes like him out there busting their balls of good guys trying to do a good job. You know, bullshit as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, check out this CDL Life app. You know, it's really good, guys. Um, if you're into a Facebook for truckers, it's got job posting, GPS mapping. Cool thing, man. Go in there, tell them that you heard it from me. And it's, you know, it's cool, man. If I ever knew that was there before, I would have got into it. You know, old Donald Trump here, I've got the news feed going here. He's at it again, you know. Yeah. I wish I could turn it up because his gums are flapping so fast, his hair's blowing funny. But anyway, what an asshole. Man, oh, man, oh, man. You hear that he wants to buy Greenland, right? And then he wants to buy Canada. This guy thinks everything's for sale. Everything's a business deal, man. Like, holy. I'm not taking his call. I bet you'll take my call, though, won't you? Ha. You know, thought we agreed that we weren't going to get into this shit. You know, but I got, you know, I got to call jackasses like that out because they're ruining our industry. Any people that are out there, you know, Causing a ruffle in trucking, giving us a bad name, you know, making us look like a bu bunch of fucking uneducated morons. You know, it's just not what, uh, you know, what I, what I think is cool, you know, and we, we, we get these guys on YouTube flopping their friggin' gums about 
shit they know nothing about, nothing about. And there's my problem with fucking YouTube. And there goes my mouth again. But you know what? There's a few good channels on YouTube that are actually there to help. You know, and this is where we got to pick and choose and use our friggin' heads, you know, about who and what we're talking about. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm getting shit again. But anyway, Mark, you're on the line. Yeah, uh, I just got a call from the James Hensley. Uh-oh. Uh, kind of weird. Weird that he would be calling because I didn't even mention his name in my video. And yet he's calling me, and I just sent you the text message so you can see. After he called, I didn't answer. He says, can't say I didn't try to reach out to you. And it makes me wonder, reach out to me for what? What are you reaching out to me? I don't know. Because I'm Maybe he's listening to One my, thing I know that they do. Maybe one thing I know that they do is they record. I don't know, maybe, but I know that they record. They'll record a, a, a conversation to try to use it against you. No, nah, you know what? Let them call my show because I'll call the fucking fat fucker. <laughs> you know, you know, I'll call them right out the way you see it. You know, it, it's just yeah. something that I, you know, what he's doing, you know, I'm not going to get into a long, drawn out fucking conversation about drama. This. I'm not going to get into it because you know how I feel about this YouTube drama. But yeah, what he did, to you, what he did to you, is absolutely wrong. You know, trying to play with your fucking livelihood is wrong over frigging yeah, YouTube. Don, yes, yeah. ma'am. What can I do for you? She's yelling at me. Don. Yeah, it was because of the video Mark made, but it, it has more to do with jealousy and envy, in my opinion. But anyway, Mark, you know, sorry you're going through this, man. But no, 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 don't worry. It's, it's, I mean, this is going to happen. I mean, in our, in our industry, and then every, every industry, it doesn't matter. It's that you're going to have people that if they're not where you are and, and they're envious, they're going to try to find a way to, you know, to, to stop, slow you down, distract you. And distraction is the big thing. If yeah. you can get caught up in the distraction, that you don't focus on the new thing that you need to be doing next. And yeah, then you just... end up doing what they do. It's fucking surprising me here, you know, like all these people that are chatting here with us tonight, you know, YouTube, James Henley's dead, laugh out loud. You know, people know what we're talking about, and it, it just is funny. You know, we don't really have to mention what or who we're talking about, and the whole fucking world knows who we're talking about. Yeah. Sorry about that. I know we have this conversation all the time about my language, but, you know, this kind of stuff upsets well, the, me. Here's the here's the odd part. Here's the odd part is that when I did the video about him being dead because someone called it in on my on my live chat on my YouTube channel. Yeah, I was I on was it. I was on your show. That I was I was I was empathetic. I'm telling people send your prayers, you know, to his family if you know them. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate. And then when I find out that it was all a scam by the guy Bubba Nesbitt, you know, then I called that out the next day saying it's just totally uncalled for. You don't do that. No, before we go on any further, hold on a sec, Mark. Before we go on any further, I do not want anybody on this fucking channel going over to their YouTube channel and popping up their friggin' videos because all you're doing is making them more friggin' famous. You know, please don't do that because this is not what this show is all about. We're not trying to, you know, I'm not going to promote this shit. You know, the only reason I'm talking to you about it tonight, Mark, is because of what I think they've done to you is 100% against everything a fucking driver goes by. The code of a driver, and there's, you know, something that is not there anymore. 
driver don't fuck with another driver. The driver sure as hell don't rat out another driver. There's old school code. And what they've done to you mm-hmm. is 100%. You know, I, I have, I have no 100%, no respect for these guys. They do not belong in trucking. And if I had it in my power, I would actually speak and speak and speak and speak until their guys fucking subscribers are down to one. But here's the problem for everyone that thinks like I do, there's 25 of them that like the drama. You got to talk into your phone, man. I'm here. I'm here. I just uh, one of um, one of your comments says that Bubba is live now, so I was just checking to see if he's commenting on this. <laughs> uh, like, you know, it, you it, it's not even worth your time. You know, keep giving us, no, you know, no, keep giving, right. keep giving me, keep giving me the B rolls that you do, keep giving me the content that you do, and I'll keep promoting your show. You know, because I believe I've got it, something new. You know, it's just got something new. Good. What's your new thing? I got something new. Let's it's get another, off. It's another, it's another potential mishap, uh, but it can happen. And once I bring it up in the video, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about because most likely it has happened to you. But it is something that needs to be fixed. If you don't fix it, yeah. I mean, it's not as bad as that brake line, but it is another airline issue that I'll uh, or air situation. Well, uh, fuck! It's a trucking channel, people. man. Get into it. <laughs> You know, Mark did do this this video uh, that the DOT asked him to do about a faulty brake line in the W900. Uh, that's what we are talking about. Um, you know, this this whole thing that you're going through, though, man. You know, that day you got the call from your fucking company that says, hey, buddy, we got a call that says you're putting out racist fucking videos. Now, that must have dropped your jaw right to the floor. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't you know, know what they were last, talking about. Last, last freaking yeah. thing you expected at 10 o'clock in the fucking morning is to get a call by your boss saying, what the fuck? And basically, that's what he's doing. He's questioning you about it. You know, but as the owner of the company or the boss, I guess it's his obligation to investigate, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But man, I don't believe... Of all the shit that them two went through over that fucking video, that they're at it again. But I don't know. I feel sorry for you, man. I wouldn't even let it bother me. I'd go keep doing what you're doing. You do a good show, so you know what. You know, and it, it, it does bother you a bit that someone tried to fucking stab you in the back like that because I know you were doing. You know, you were trying to help them guys with promotion and shit. You know, bugs the shit right out of me. So welcome to the show, everybody. We got Mark Anthony Storm, a.k.a. the real Mark Anthony Gonzalez, the Mark Anthony Storm show on here. He's playing with a couple of these fake, you know, YouTube truckers at the moment. Don't like it. You know, I'm not going to get into the drama of it anyway, but, you know, Mark, you know, it's just incredible. Let's get off this fucking topic. Anyway, what do you think of this goddamn Trump trying to buy Canada now? Uh, if you believe that he'd be trying to buy anything, uh, it, it just, it, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, you know what, that, what a friggin' guy, you know, I think he, he it's you know what it is, you know what it is? It's more fucking it, entertainment. It's drama. It, it's drama. <laughs> it's more it's entertainment. All it is is drama. 
yeah. It, you know, it, it's on another level. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's not trying to get poll results. He's trying to get ratings on TV, I think. I'm telling you. Man, oh, man. Yeah. You know, and you know, he, he it says here, you know, in the news, that one of the big stories in the trucking world right now is that, you know, how many truck drivers actually voted for Donald Trump and now because he's putting our, you know, in I heard about that. The basic world into a, you know, a global recession with his tariffs and his bullshit that, you know, 86% of the truck drivers polled today will not revote for that man. And that's a pretty high fucking number. So I don't know, but you know what is one better than the other? I don't know. Like I, I tell everybody, I'm not totally 100% against what Donald Trump stands for. I do believe in, you know, you, every leader's got to do number well, my one. Thing, my thing is, my thing is that it, it's not so much the party. It, it's more the principle. It's what you stand for. It, it, it's if you, do you have the moral fiber? Do you have the integrity? Do you have the dignity uh, to be in the position? And I don't care if it's Republican or, or Democrat because someone's going to lose one or the other. But the thing is that I hope that we have the right person in office that is, is not doing it just for themselves uh, or don't do it for yourself, but, you know, do this for the country. Understand that the decisions that you make affect the country for the rest of, you know, your time and then maybe even longer. And, and so never put the, comp- never put the, 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 the country in jeopardy, never put us in a, a compromising position. And, well, you know, and, he, he, and all of these, all these things have been done over the past couple of years. Yeah, you know, like even with this, with this nuclear treaty and stuff like that, you know, it's now you know people that countries that have, haven't tested nuclear weapons are now, you know, testing weapons, including the U.S. You know, stuff that they haven't tested since the nuclear agreement came into effect. You know, it's getting to be a scary world, and, and you know, it's uh, I don't know, but I'm just hoping that one of these fucking lunatics that run our countries. And that's basically what we seem to have running the world today. I, I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever seen a documentary on, on the uh, atom bomb and the bombs that we've, we've created uh, from that time. It's very interesting. It's on Netflix. I'm not sure if it's still there, but yeah. it was there. And do you know that we, we had created a bomb that was so powerful that Congress outlawed it after we tested it out there by, you know, like um you know, out there in, in the, the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. But it, when it blew up, when it blew up, the people that were inside of a bunker like 20 miles away on another island somewhere, uh, it shook so hard that, I mean, it cracked the walls where they were. And and they and Congress at that time said, we can never, ever test, test another bomb like that again because it was that powerful. It was extremely, extremely powerful. Yeah, well, shit like that is not, you know, I'm not worried about... You know, the U.S., you know, Donald Trump, you know, having one too many shots of fucking tequila and, you know, hitting the bump, you know, button. There's too many protocols and, you know, systems involved before one man in the U.S. can do it. It's what afraid, what frightens me is these pity ass dictators get their hands on one of these nuclear weapons. And, you know, God forbid, yeah. you know, Russia sell one to somebody that just decided one day he's having a bad fucking morning and, you know, decide he wants to play a Yoohoo game. You know, he lets you who see who's going to survive this. You know, it's just, it's a scary friggin' thing to think about, you know, especially that, you know, as Donald Trump calls him the rocket man, you know, he's getting, you know, more and more involved in the nuclear process. 
you know, he's testing missiles every other day now and sending letters of apology to the U.S. You know, I think he's just taunting. That's just a joke. That's a joke. He never sent no letter to us. Yeah, come on. You know, come on. You know, as well, like, we've thing, talked about this. Says, oh, I got a letter. It's like every time it's like, oh, I got a letter from somebody, but he never, ever, ever shows you anything that even indicates that there was a letter from someone. Oh, and it's just, he just you. doesn't want to look bad. He doesn't want to look bad in front of the public because this guy's just over there and he's going to test as much as he wants because they're going to keep doing exactly what they did before. And until someone can really step up and actually, you know, get these people to, but it, it hasn't happened. It didn't happen with, with Donald. It hasn't happened in the past. And I mean, will it ever happen? Maybe someday, but it's not happening under this guy's watch no, because he's sure. not there for that. No, fuck, he's not there. He thinks he's on a television show, this asshole. But, you know, it, it, it's the same as everything else, though. You know, he's, he's more interested in, in building a hotel over in North Korea than he is interested in, in, in making peace or, 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 yeah, getting things, you know, right between, you know, the two countries. Well, and that's just it. You know, they got the Huawei shit that, you know, drug us all into this Canada and the U.S. now. You know, it's um, getting really kind of tit and tat with these tariffs back and forth with Canada and China and U.S. and China, you know. It's getting to be the point, though, it's affecting the trucking world. You know, guys are sitting, yeah. the, the, the economy, you know, and, and I say it all the time, it's us in, as drivers that are affected first in these, you know, these recessions. And it's just a big fucking political game. And people don't understand that. You know, they think, oh, well, he's trying to better the U.S. But he's finally came out and said, you know, he's actually hurting the U.S. But, in you know, in the long run, it'll be good for the U.S. You know, is he right? I doubt it. You know, because people are tired of, you know, him pushing them around. Um, Canada was the first one that fought back, you know, the steel tariffs, right? You know. We have to, yeah. you know, we, we got to protect our own and that's so every, you know, and I don't think that the Donald expected, you know, people to fire back at him, you know, to fire back at, you know, and I don't believe he's thinking that we're, you know, we're, we're firing back at the United States. You know, I think everything that's done in, in his, in his whole administration, he seems to think everything that's done is a personal attack against him. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, and you see that pouty bullshit every time a reporter asks him a friggin' question he don't like. It's that simple. Yeah. Incredible. You know, the one good thing about Donald Trump, to be quite honest with you, he does is get... That his, reign will, is his reign will end eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one good fucking thing. The other good thing is... He is kind of entertaining to talk about. You know, you can talk about Donald Trump and his stunts on every show, every day, because he gives you new friggin' ammunition every single day. It, well, here's a few things. Here's a few good things that he's made great again. Saturday, Saturday Night Live, he made that great again. <laughs> he's, made, he's made news. He's made news for most of the major networks great again, uh, where they're all, you know, something to watch like every single minute not every day but every single minute there's something new i did that read they that. never had this before you know i did They've read that, that, that news ratings <laughs> you know, throughout the u.s has now climbed to their highest ever before you know yeah uh, i mean if, if we would have had hillary you know it, it would have been boring you know so just humdrum you know, okay hillary made an agreement with here and then everything is good in the country as well and, and it's like okay that's great um and <laughs> but now it's like 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What, well, it's it. what, what is he doing now? But you know, I, I can just see it every, every morning at five to three, because I find, I finally had to take the, you know, his tweets and I had to stop following him because this guy, I've just started. To I wonder, did the same thing. If, I, if it, I, does this I, guy I, ever I, fucking sleep? I'm telling you, you know, because you know, he, yeah. he's getting me at two in the morning. So it's four in the morning here, uh, you know, in, in Washington, or he's getting me at midnight, which is two in the morning. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I bet you this little prick's got, you know, guys hired, you know, just so we all think he's up, you know, running the country, this kind, you know, sending these stupid tweets. I don't know, but it got to the point where I just had to, you know, stop following him, but it gets addicting. You know, you hear that thing go off, you know, you, you, you hear that bell go off on your phone. And for some reason, we're all you got this mindset that we have to look at it right away, no matter what fucking time of day it is. So, well, that's what, that's what happened to me one night is that he, uh, he was actually tweeting really, really late into the night, but it was numerous tweets right after like one minute after the other. And it got to the point where I just said, I enough, I'm not dealing with this. This is ridiculous. I have better things. It's so addicting. You know, it's so fucking addicting. You want to say, what the hell is he trying to do now? You know, and so you gotta, you, you gotta get up and take a quick read anyway. Right. But it got to the point where I just get the information. I get the, the, the information from the news networks, you know, and, and, and this is some people might say, well, you can't trust them. This is the way I balance it. OK, if most of the news networks are reporting like on the same thing. Then I, 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 I look at that as, OK, there is an agreement in what's going on in the world. But then when you have the one, the one oddball that is not talking about what Donald Trump did. Instead, they're reporting about today in dallas a woman you know decided to start a new uh tennis thing and it's like fox what did you just put up are you kidding me and and they've done that where they'll put up something so off the wall about a man's his uh his new rodeo bowl is is uh is going to be the winner you know this weekend and it's like what (laughs) everyone else is talking about something else and you're talking about something so off the wall whenever it's something that's really really bad about trump You'll see Fox will put up something that's so off the wall that, like, you're like, wait a minute, guys, didn't you realize what Trump just did? And you're talking about some some bull that's in Dallas, and that's what's important to you? Are you serious? No, well, no, they could have did something else, you know. But yeah, it just it, it it just amazes me like how much as people, you know, we're willing to take here, you know, from this guy. Is it because we are? just so focused on the entertainment value of this guy or what? Or are we just at the point where it's gotten, gotten so friggin' ridiculous that we just don't pay attention to it anymore? That we've gotten numb to it. That's, that's the, Basically. the sad thing is that I, I think in a way what he does is he, he will inject, inject, inject so much into the news that you end up just wanting to overlook it. You, you overlook what he's doing because he's 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 clouding up the news so much that you almost don't want to believe the news. In fact, it becomes the news fault. You blame the news for what they're putting out when he's the one who's actually putting it out there. Well, and that's it. You know, and you get angry with the news. Well, you have to be pretty friggin' neat and naive to think that anything we're listening to on the news is not exactly what they want us to hear, right? Let's face it. Well, the news... The news, yeah, the news does want to make 
their money. I mean, that, that it, news has always been that way, whether it was newspaper or news on, on, on TV. News has always, you know, made money. But there, there is one thing about the news and good news networks is that they are trying to, you know, uncover, you know, things. It doesn't matter if it's Obama as president or Trump as president. If something goes down and you mess up, then it's going to come out. And so I appreciate that the news will try to uncover that. Um, I mean, things that I will not accept from the news is that the news is going to blatantly put out something that's absolutely false and, and, and try to run with it just to get, just to get, uh, you know, the, the, the views uh, on that, you know, that, that I would disagree with. And if no, I they do it, that all the time, gonna, you, know, and I agree. It out. you know, I do, I agree with you all the time. And, you know, in, in a lot of circumstances, it's very reckless, you know, some of the things they put out, but you know, the, the it seems to me that American politics now, you know, it seems to be the blunt of everybody's joke. And I don't believe that an institution that's running a country, Canada or the you know, United States, you know, our, our prime minister here is the blunt of everybody's jokes too, because, you know, he's an asshole too. Um, we just happen to be talking about Trump tonight, but, you know, it, it's just so far-fetched what's going on. Just... It, it, I do, it's I do almost unbelievable. You know, it's, it, it's like I'm in, a, it's a, I'm in a friggin' dream here, you know? Really? I have a question for you regarding your leadership. Go and, ahead. And is there, is there, was there a leader of your country that you guys, you know, deeply, you know, held regard for, you know, uh, in the past that you could say, well, this was a person that we really admired? Well, probably not for many years. Probably not, you know, since the Diefenbaker days, you know, back in the 60s and uh-huh. 70s. You know, uh-huh. everything uh-huh. else has been coming. You know, you know, I guess I really can't even, you know, honestly speak to that because, you know, I would only be able to tell you what I have done in my voting career because I've been a big, mm-hmm. big, big voter all my life. You know, I believe in the voting system. I believe that, you know, if you're not, if, me- not going to fucking vote, then you, don't have me- a, you, know, you, don't, you don't have a rule. A ground to stand on the bitch. Let me let me cut you off here, okay? This is how I feel about our leadership right now. Now, I was not a big fan of Bush, okay? I was not a big fan of his at all. Um, and uh, but if 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 I if I had a choice, you know, right now to uh, if, if 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 things could be you know turned, and they said you know what, Bush is going to have one more chance. I would say sure, go ahead and do it. Because at least I'm going to say one thing about Bush is that I, I've noticed his his growth. I think mentally and his compassion has come out and and been more obvious over the years. Is his love of America and maybe even realizing some mistakes that he made, and because I see how he interacts, you know, with the other presidents. And, well, and that's uh, it. And know, I like, in Donald Trump does not have the respect of any past president alive that we know about. True. Cause they all got That's something true. to say. They, they, they all got something to say about him the way he's running. They the all had something to say. Even Bush's father had something to say, you know, and, and, his mom. You, know, and you got to think, you know, when we, if you go back in history, even when Obama became the first African American president, you know, as many people didn't want to see that happen, you know, unfortunately, because they were looking at the color of his skin, not the man and the ability. You know, it. even then, 
after, you know, he finished his reign, his tour of duty as president, past presidents had good things to say about him. But do you think that's going to happen with this jackass? You know, the only people that's going to have something good to say about him is everybody. Are the people that follow him to, into the grave. Uh, <laughs> or into the federal prison system, one or the other. Yeah. You know, yeah. Let's face it. You know, it's proven knowledge that you want to back Donald Trump, you know, you're taking it up to Goosey, you know, in the next five years in, you know, the New York State prison system or wherever they're going to throw your ass because anybody that tried to stick up for him, number one, when they found out they were going to go to jail, it didn't take him long to sing Dixie, did it? No, it didn't. You know, because his true, true loyalists, you know, are the ones that he's paying the most. And that's, you know, that's just my opinion. But I don't know. You know, it's affecting the trucking world. You know, I get emails every day from guys, you know, this is my third day sitting. And, you know, the one good thing, and I try and emphasize this in trucking, man, you know, I believe a reefer is the best friggin' part of trucking because you can haul anything, right? Pretty much, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, these guys that are sitting in the manufacturing end, you know, with the with the vans and stuff, you know, you got to feel sorry for them, man. Guys are, you know, losing their trucks. They can't pay their fucking fuel bills. You know, and this guy's living Dixie thinking that, you know, we will prevail when a little fairness, you know, might go a long way, you know, like this NAFTA USMC, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he's got to change the whole structure, including the name, you know, because he's got to have his name on it. It can't be something somebody else developed, but you know, this whole NAFTA thing, it's gotten way, way, way stupid. You know, we've been dealing with it. We've been dealing with these you know, same trade issues between the United States and Canada for as long as I can freaking remember. You know, it's just dumb, you know, just, and, and it's all paper, right? It's not, it's not actual cash that, you know, people think, oh, we're getting billions of dollars. Well, you're not, yeah, that, yeah. it's just paperwork being flushed through the system. And it always ends up that there's a surplus on one hand or the other. You know, Donald Trump was going around saying that Canada had ripped them off for years and re- years to find out that, you know, they had billions of dollars of surplus of our money. You know, it's just, yes. you know, so he's got to get his facts right. Number one. Number two, he's got to stop dealing with fucking terrorists and, and, and dictators and get back to dealing business with his allies. As far as I'm concerned, if he wants, you know, he says, you know, he's going to make America great again. There's never really nothing wrong with the United States. You know, he's the one that fucked it up. It was already good before he yeah. got in there. Oh, well, you got me going on Trump here, you know, and you know, my, you know, I just I can't see why people are letting this man ruin a country that so many people gave their lives for, and he's making a mockery of it. You know, he, he goes to all these world meetings here with all these world leaders, and most of them don't even want to shake his hand. And that's pretty sad. You know. Sad for the yeah. U.S. Sad, sad for you as an American citizen. But he, he, he experienced, he, he, he did experience, you know, life um, that way with even the billionaires. Most billionaires did not have and do not have respect for him because of the way that he does his business. Well, he has a very bad reputation. It's like having a bad landlord. Well, he sure as hell not good for trucking. I can tell you that. 
you know, he may be, he may be good for, let's face it, Donald Trump is not in it for the American people. He's in it for Donald fucking Trump. And you can see by his actions, right? You know, he yeah. tweets that thing about Greenland and he tweets a picture of, you know, the Trump towers in the background saying he promised if he bought this, not to do this to, to Greenland, put a great big Trump towers in there. You know, like, give me a break, man. If you don't have better things to do in running one of the world's most powerful countries, you got to piss around on Twitter half your damn day. Like, tell me, how how is he running a country when he spends half his time on Twitter? Beats the hell out of me, man. Anyway, Mark, thanks for your call. I got to let you go here and get some homework done here, man. Hey, thank you. And you thank know, you every time for, you, you know, you, every for, time, uh, every, yeah, but every time you freaking call, you got to bring up that asshole and, you know, and then I can't sleep for hours because <laughs> you get me all uptight, right? And I think you do it on purpose, number one. Go, go, go. Uh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 experience. Yeah, fuck Yeah, no shit. Eh? You, you've been having a real string of bad luck with that truck lately. You know, you should have kept the Peterbilt, man. No, 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 no. It's not, it's not, none of these things are bad luck. All of these things are experiences because they all teach you everything that I've experienced with this truck uh, so far has just been something to learn, something to look out for. And this is why I put it out to, you know, other truckers, young guys, new guys that are, you know, coming into this. And also, and I, and I received help from, uh, I'm going to mention his name. I don't know who ever, ever listened to this. Mr. Bowers in, uh, in uh, Amarillo, Texas uh, was uh, a person, uh, a gentleman like yourself who had, uh, I'm going to say, at least 30 to 40 years' experience in trucking. And uh, and he gave his suggestion. He allowed the guy to uh, use his sensor, his heat sensor, to uh, check my, you know, brakes to see, you know, which one was the hottest one. Uh, but, you know, it's it's just a learning experience all the time uh, from from the, the guys that have been doing it, you know, way longer than I've been. Well, you know, I, I my advice to all drivers, new, old, when you think you know it all, you know, it's time to hang up your keys because that's the time you're going to hurt somebody, man, because that's when you get complacent. And there's no room for complacency in trucking. There just isn't. No such thing. No such thing as. I have, a, to, I have to tell you one last thing, an experience that I just had. I okay. had Troy on the phone with me. You ready? You go. I was driving uh, here uh, between, uh, I want to say between. Uh, exit 162, which is uh, a Loves on I-10. Yep. And uh, in between there and Eloy, which is uh, 205. And as I'm driving in the left lane, okay, to, you know, to you know, clear the passing vehicles, uh, clear the vehicles I'm passing. And uh, suddenly, the semi that's in front of me, which was quite a bit further in front of me, he's getting on his brakes, but then he's getting on his brakes really hard. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, I'm telling Troy, uh-oh, something's, something's not right. And I'm trying to get on my brakes, you know, carefully because I don't believe in jamming brakes. And so I'm, as I'm getting on my brakes, honestly, if I would have been distracted, okay, most likely I would have ate the back of his trailer. Uh, but, I mean, I, you know, I was on the brakes. And what it was, one stupid driver, he got, he decides to get off the road for whatever his mechanical thing might be. I don't know. But he chose the left side, which didn't even have uh, an area really where he's supposed to pull over. The right side had, you know, the right side where you have the service where you can, you know, pull over and check your vehicle, whatever. It's uh, for emergency, not for just pulling over. But he would have been better off over there. He gets off on the left side or not even off, but pulled off over to the left 
And because of that, the vehicle behind him slams on the brakes. The other one slams on the brakes. Everyone slamming on their brakes. And it was such a close call. I literally was thinking, I'm going to have to ditch this truck. Well, there you go. Yeah. And that was my back to complacency that was my today. No complacency. <laughs> Welcome to every day in trucking, right? But anyway, buddy. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, Hi, by the way, they got that fire yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. They, they, Good. they Good. got the fire up. Okay, man. We'll talk to you later. So, anyway, the fire we're talking about is I live in the Rocky Mountains here, and my son came over today and he said, you notice fire up on the hill there, and one of our mountains were on fire. It's kind of a scary deal for us there, you know. Wind change, it would end up right back in in town here. So BC is kind of prone for fires. But anyway, guys, it's, you know, we, we talked to Andrew today from Ontario Fire Prevention Services this afternoon and tonight. We finished off tonight because it carried on way too long this afternoon by a great bunch of information. Um, I'm going to tell you again to, you know, download the CDL Life app, Facebook for truckers. Cool app, man. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, you know, never thought there would be a Facebook just for truckers, but it is there. Uh, check that out, guys. You'll like that. Uh, especially if you're into Facebook and you know how to use all that stuff. It's got all the same shit there. It's got GPS maps, tracking, weather apps, all kinds of things on this thing. It's very, very cool. And kind of don't promote that kind of stuff usually you know youtube and certain channels on youtube and all that crap but you know this one here i you know it's for truckers and you know i really really enjoyed you know interacting with it today doesn't take long for someone to get back to you on that that feed i can tell you that so check that out my podcast is playing my voice a little slightly slower yeah that every time i take phone calls on the podcast app which i did not do just give me a second here man plug this mic in and out it seems to do that but anyway it's a good thing you come to the end of the show anyway but well you know thanks for joining us tonight guys it was a pleasure being here like always you know i enjoy doing this show this show is generally for truckers we talk about everything and sometimes it'll just freaking surprise you what we talk about so, you know, as they say in the trucking world, if you have pink panty ears, this might not be the place for you. You want, you got the pink panty ears, you, you, you know, you might want to go over to Mark Anthony Storm's channel there. They're pretty, pretty tame over there. Um, something your children can actually listen to. You know, I don't try to get, you know, overly verbal, let's say, but there is times I slip. Um it's who I am guys. And, you know, I'm sorry if you're offended by it. Well, I guess quite frankly, you know, it's who I am. And I, you know, I don't think I'm going to change the 54 fucking years old. That's for sure. I could, you know, you stop with that F word. I got to stop with that. I can tell you that. Um, usually when the girls are here, you know, I, I seem to watch it a little better. And I, sometimes if I notice, you know, if I look up at the screen and I, glance when I see a chick's name on there and there I go again not being politically correct a girl's name a young lady woman name on there I try and tame myself down but it's not really who I am so but anyway if you guys uh, want to follow this channel you know hit that follow button we do appreciate it the channel is growing every day um, chicks oh I, yeah no shit yeah I'll tell you, I sometimes get myself, I put my foot in my mouth sometimes, and sometimes the ladies really chew my ass. I'll tell you about the way I talk. But, hey, man, 
I'm an old school driver. You know, I ain't got time for politically correctness. Man, oh man. Kind of gets me. Don't know what to call a girl anymore. You know, you can't even go up and tell them they're beautiful anymore without getting sued or slapped or something. I don't know. Got into that with Mrs. Big Freed over there one night. You know, she says it's not taboo to tell someone that they're pretty anymore, but who the fuck knows, right? But anyway, guys, you know, we're, we've been talking. We've had a great time tonight. I did tell you guys that there would be an announcement tonight. We do have a change, unfortunately, in our time schedule. Yes, we do. We are going to be still on every day, Monday to Friday, 2 to 4, Mountain Time, in the afternoon. But our Mondays and Wednesday shows will no longer be aired at night. Yes, they would rather, uh, in conversations, uh, we've decided that my workload is getting a little heavy here, doing three shows there, you know, a week at night and five days a week. Um, basically, they're kind of concerned with my health. And if you follow my show, you know that, you know, I am living through a little bit of a disaster in my health. Kind of took me out of trucking permanently. But um, they say it's getting a little too much for me. I am getting a little run down. But you know what? I still might pop in on a Monday night or a Wednesday night if I'm feeling good. I've had a couple of rough days here the last few days. So we had to make some changes for me, um, for my health, you know, my benefit. You know, I'm sorry that I have to do this. Um, it takes me a lot of time to prepare for my shows and get things because I research everything. You know, I do not want to give bad information out there. So I spend a lot of friggin' time researching what I'm going to talk about. And sometimes you guys catch me off guard. Uh, you know, we start a whole different conversation, but it takes me a lot of time, you know, to, to look up different facts and whatnot. So that is the reasoning behind the change. It has nothing to do you know, with our ratings or, you know, what we're doing and people that are following us. We have a great bunch of fan base here. It's growing every day. But, you know, unfortunately, I have to consider my health too. We are going to try and put something together with another host for them two nights. That, uh, but that will take time. Um, but I hope you guys understand and we'll, you know, continue to follow the, the channel every day, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. to 4 you know, we may add it, you know, we may add one to four, a three hour show, you know, to make up for our lost time there. But, you know, again, I hope you guys all understand. Um, once, you know, I do, you know, get this next little part of my battle covered, we will go back to our reg regular schedule. Uh, there is going to be some more testing involved that I found out that I'm going to be having to, be, to do here. So, um, you know, I, you know, I appreciate all your, your support, your, your prayers. Um, I hope that you will continue to be with us and because I will be here, you know, as long as I am able to, to do this show. So instead of, you know, overdoing it all at once, we decided maybe if we just cut out, you know, a couple of the night shows that, um, it might be better for me health wise. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that, man. And, um, so anyway, we are going to be back. Again, tomorrow from 2 to 4 in the afternoon. And we will be here this Friday because that show has not canceled. Our Friday night show, that is one show I will not cancel. We have a lot of good fun on that Friday night show. 
you know, it's kind of an open mic thing. We do trivia. We kind of do all kinds of things. And we are going to be doing, like I announced, that trivia question of the day. You can hit us up at the Don Pierce Show at Outlook.com for the answers. Or get it back with us on our next show. Today's question for that, actually, trivia question. Who came first, the Peterbilt or the Kenworth? Let's see who can answer that question. Hit us up at the Don Pierce Show at Outlook.com. And give us the answer to that trivia question. I will be giving you that answer tomorrow with some further details about the company itself. But, uh-oh, here we go. We only got this two-hour limit because we do record these you know, these shows at night to be on our website and stuff. But you know what, guys? It's been fun. Thank you to Andrew from Ontario Fire Prevention Services for joining us today thank you mark anthony for your your input into our show it's always a pleasure to talk to you man uh catch mark show out check out this new app cdl life managed it's not new new to me not new it's been out for a while check that app out man it's a cool friggin' app facebook for drivers gonna be promoting this for a few days because i really think it's cool man catch us back here tomorrow two to four open concept tomorrow with some more music you know kind of generate some happiness in the world almost there to friday don't forget to hit that follow button support us in any way you can if you can hit that gift box we appreciate it or hit us up on paypal we do have paypal paypal.me slash the don pierce show do do like these new intros man I got told our old one was boring, so the girls did some changes here. That's pretty good. Kind of gets you upbeat, eh? Right before the show, too. It's kind of good. But anyway, guys, drive safe, call home, and, man, be kind to everybody. This is Don Pierce, man. We've had fun. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.